Hello friends and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day. And we're so glad you joined us here for the conversation. Our study of 3 John is focusing on the theme, No Greater Joy. Now let's join Kurt for today's episode. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. I don't have a, a coffee cup today, but I do have one of these sparkling ice kiwi strawberry zero sugar drinks. Have you ever had one of those? Uh, sparkling ice, they are amazing. Zero calories, you can't get better than that. We are in Third John. Uh, matter of fact, we're going to finish, I think, today, the little book of Third John. Thanks for being so faithful and listening and watching. Uh, we're all the way down in verse number 13. Very similar, if you were with us last book, uh, the book of Second John, very interesting how similarly these books end. Uh, look at verse number 13, where John says, I had many things to write. I had many things to write. So John, remember, is writing a letter to an individual here in the book of Third John. It's not to a church, but he's writing to an individual by the name of Gaius. And he says to Gaius, boy, there's all kinds of things I, I could have written. He said the same thing in 2 John. And is it not interesting that he said the same thing in the Gospel of John? What he said concerning Christ, yeah, there's all kinds of things I could have told you. And matter of fact, if I told you everything about Jesus, I don't even think the libraries of the world could hold all the things I want to say. But I had a specific reason for telling you what I told you. And that's what's important here because the Bible says, I, I had many things to write, but I will not with ink and pen write unto thee, but I trust shall shortly see thee and we shall speak face to face. So a couple of things here uh, that I want to reiterate. Number one, the fact that John could have written way more but didn't ought to be a great validator to you that what is written is exactly what God wanted us to have. So there was many things John could have said, but he wanted to get right to that which needed to be said. You know what the Bible is? The Bible is that which needed to be said. There's so much more that we're going to learn about God, about heaven, about the future, about ourselves, about everything. We, I've got a million questions uh, for the Lord. I know that you do too. But the Bible is needed information. <laughs> I like that little acronym sometimes people use. Bible. Basic information before leaving earth. B-I-B-L-E. I, lo I love that. But uh, however you view the Bible, at least view it this way. It is needed it is necessary information for your life. So remember that although John is a human author and Gaius is the human audience, uh, the Word of God is written by the Holy Spirit and it's written for all of us. So when the Bible says that many other things could have been written, but these things were written, that what that means is that we now have accountability and responsibility for the things that are written. These are the important things and principles that John wanted to share with Gaius. So verse number 13 again, I had many things to write, but I will not with ink and pen write unto thee, but I trust I shall shortly see thee and we shall speak face to face. You know, throughout the Bible, you see a priority given to face to face contact and face to face meeting. I think about what 
uh, Paul said to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 1, when he said, I greatly desire to see thee, being mindful of thy tears, that I may be filled with joy. Uh, there was a great premium based upon face-to-face -face conversation. You know, even the invention of, of FaceTime has been a blessing. It doesn't replace uh, holding and hugging and kissing grandkids, but it's a whole lot better than just speaking on the phone. You know, to be able to look at expressions and see facial expressions and get uh, the, the body language signals that come from countenance. That's important, face to face. Uh, I think that's why the Apostle Paul referenced that in the great love chapter, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, when he said, now abideth faith, hope, charity, these three. The greatest of these is charity. But before that, he said, you know, now we see through a glass darkly, but then, but then face to face. And there's coming a day when you and I will stand face to face with the Lord Jesus Christ. We must all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And, and while there is a trepidation to that because there's accountability, there's a wonderful blessing that we shall be like him because we shall see him as he is. So that that face-to-face -face, uh, contact uh, is so important. And, and John is emphasizing that here. And can I just say that in modern ministry, sometimes we get away from that. I know that some of you right now are listening to this podcast uh, via audio. Some are watching it. Uh, I, I would hope that those of you that are watching it might be, get, be, be getting even a little bit more out of it because you see facial expressions and maybe the way that I'm communicating. Either way, uh, whether you're listening or watching, this is not the same as being together. This is not the same as sitting across the table and sharing a cup of coffee and and interacting back and forth and having that organic fellowship. And that's what John is saying here. That's the, that's the, the creme de la creme of ministry is when we're together. That is church. Church is gathering together. That's what it is. And uh, John was longing for that day when he would be with Gaius. Now look at verse number 14 of our text, the last verse of the book. But I trust I shall shortly see thee. We shall speak face to face. And then watch, watch the, the conclusion. Peace be to thee. And so often was that the, the common uh, farewell among God's people. Peace be to thee. Especially in a world that was so fraught with trial and persecution as John's world was. A world where Christians, very in a very real sense, were facing a death's door at a moment's notice. They were being accused and falsely accused, and in some cases, uh, unrighteously executed. Peace be with thee. Remember, that was the way that uh, Jesus uh, left his disciples. My peace I leave with thee. A peace. Uh, there, there is a peace that God can give to us that transcends uh, the circumstances. We, we think about peace. I think about three elements of peace in the Bible. I think, first of all, of the peace that we can have with God. Uh, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ by faith. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God. So there's the not just the absence of, of hostility, when we trust Jesus Christ as our Savior, 
but there's the presence of oneness, the atonement, uh, the made one again. Uh, that's what peace is, peace with God. That happens at the moment of our salvation, justification. But then there's also uh, the peace of God. Remember, Paul talked about that in Philippians chapter 4, that uh, the peace of God that, that defies even our human understanding shall keep, shall guard, garrison our hearts and minds by Christ Jesus. It's that, that, that inner knowledge, that, that disposition of the Holy Spirit, uh, that fruit of God's Spirit, love, joy, peace, that comes in our life to realize that in spite of the trials outside of me, in spite of the persecution that's trying to, to sidetrack me, I have the peace of Almighty God that counterbalances all of it. So there's the peace with God, there's the peace of God, and then one day there'll be peace on earth. And that will happen when the Prince of Peace returns to this earth and we, ret we return with him to rule and reign. So peace, peace is a reality for believers. So I think it's appropriate that when John closes the book, he says, peace, peace be with thee. That's something only God can do in your heart and life. Then the Bible says this, peace be with thee, our friends salute thee, greet the friends by name. Is it not interesting that when John ends this letter, a letter that he primarily wrote to Gaius to say, Gaius, you're doing a good job taking care of people, loving people, even people you don't know. Keep on keeping on. There's some bad guys out there that would try to intimidate you like the atrophies. There's some good ones that you ought to emulate like Demetrius. But Gaius, come on, keep on keeping on. Uh, Gaius, you've been a good friend to a bunch of people. And now John says, and I want to just say, the friends here where I am salute you. And, and I want you to salute all the friends that we have there where you are and call them out by name. Tell them name by name. Hey, John, hey, Dave, hey, Abraham, hey, Paul, whoever their names were, call them by name and tell them we love them, friends. Did, did John perhaps in this last verse have in his mind his last night with Jesus? Remember that last night in the upper room? And Jesus was sharing so much with them, John 13, 14, 15, 16. That all comprises the teaching of Jesus to his disciples on that last night. And remember in John 15, somewhere around verse 15, somewhere in there, uh, Jesus said, yeah, I don't call you servants anymore. No, I call you my friends. You're my friends. That, that's the relationship we have. You're not servants. You're my friends. I think John here in his latter years is looking at these younger men in ministry. He's looking at these whom he's influenced. Gaius, whom he's probably led to Christ or discipled. He calls him his child. You know, I wonder if, if John isn't just thinking about, that's the way Jesus loved me. You know, I love people and they're my friends. I think it's my favorite thing to call people. You know, oftentimes on this podcast, I'll say, hey, good morning, friends. God bless you, my friends. And I mean that because I don't look at people as up here or down there. I, I look at you as, as my friend. We're friends. We're serving God. And God strategically placed us in the same generation, hasn't he? And you're in your place and I'm in my place. And, 
Every now and then we see each other here and there, but the point is we're friends serving the ultimate friend, the friend that sticketh closer than a brother. There's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. What a friend we have in Jesus. We serve him, friends serving our friend. And so I greet you today by name and say, God bless you. Thank you for listening. Have a great day today. We start a brand new book tomorrow. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If Everyday Truth matters to you, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.